Welcome to the Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30 podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Allison, and we're your co-hosts and the founders of Couture Fitness and Lifestyle Coaching. We're on a quest to help women design lives they love and bodies they adore. We were fed up with the dieting industry and decided to create something different. We're starting a Calories Up revolution where women are nourished, their metabolisms are healed, and their bodies and brains start working for them in the battle against weight loss. If you feel like your metabolism is wrecked and you want to lose weight once and for all, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, uh, you've got both Joe and Allison today, and today we're going to be talking about how you are just five pounds away, um, or five pounds um, of muscle away from a faster metabolism and a body that you love. Uh, so first, let's talk about what's going on at Couture uh, Coaching right now. So we started up a new metabolic makeover program in April. So our, all of our ladies are working hard on boosting their metabolisms and uh, eating more protein and lifting weights. They're doing great. Uh, we will enroll for that again in July. So if you're interested in joining us in July, it's really not too early to get on a consult call and we will tell you what we think you need to do and sort of how we would approach working with you in terms of what we would do with your nutrition and exercise. Um, so there will be a link in the show notes if you want to schedule a consult call with us. Uh, we also have our $79 do it yourself, master your metabolism course. Honestly, in that course, we share all the secrets <laughs> that we have for boosting your metabolism. We take you through the same process. Our coaches um, take clients through to uh, boost their metabolism. So you could get started today by buying that course. And then you of course can apply the cost of that course to a one-on-one coaching program if you decide you need more support later. So that's how you can work with us and and what's going on um, from that standpoint. We are also still running our podcast rating and review contest. We will give away $250. We'll have a drawing for that. If you leave us a five-star rating and review, we'll put your name in the drawing um, and we will have the drawing when we hit 50 reviews. And we are slowly inching towards that. If you have found this podcast helpful, please consider leaving us a review and then emailing us the name at which you left the review under and we will put your name in the drawing. So that's everything going on at Couture Coaching. Okay, Allison, do you want to kick things off about what we're going to talk about today? Yes. So we are talking about why you would be better served trying to gain five pounds of muscle than focusing on losing five pounds of fat. And this is regardless of whether or not you have weight you need to lose or not. So obviously we talk about various ways you can improve your metabolism And one of the big ones is adding muscle, but today we're going to dive more into the science behind this and also give our anecdotal thoughts just from working with hundreds of women who we've helped improve their physiques, their metabolisms, their general health. So we feel very strongly that adding muscle, um, and you know, we're going to say five pounds of muscle, but just adding muscle in general is the first place anybody should start if they want to improve their body, improve their metabolism, just get healthier in general. Okay. My first question for you is it doesn't, five pounds of muscle doesn't really sound like that much or that it would make that much of a difference. How much do you really think adding just five pounds of muscle um, would impact someone's metabolism? So I'll go through the math here. Um, 
There's definitely some differing research out there, I would say, on how many calories a pound of muscle actually burns. So I have found research that says a pound of muscle can burn anywhere between six to 30 calories per day. Um, I suspect it could be somewhere in the middle here. Um, but for, you know, we're going to be extra conservative in the examples that I use, and we are going to use the, um, the six calories per day number, just, just to be safe. So um, if that is the case, on the conservative side, adding five pounds of muscle will burn an additional 30 calories per day, which probably doesn't sound like a lot. Um, but if you add this up over an entire month, it's about 900 calories per month. And over the course of a year, that is nearly 11,000 calories. So do the math. This translates into three or four pounds of fat that you would not gain during the course of that year simply by having five additional pounds of muscle on your frame. Take that over an entire decade. This could mean avoiding 30 to 40 pounds of fat gain just because you added five pounds of muscle to your frame. So I know 30, you know, 30 calories a day sounds like nothing, but that is a big deal when you look at it over a year, over 10 years. Um, so simply, you know, having simply having an extra five pounds of muscle, yes, it allows you to burn more calories per day, but the actual act of adding and maintaining that muscle burns calories too. So most types of resistance training will accelerate protein turnover, which is an increase in the rate of protein synthesis and breakdown, which is going to increase calorie expenditure in the hours and in some cases days after exercise. So there's some studies that show the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn after an intense workout. So when exercise ends, it takes time for everything to get back to normal. Depleted glucose and fat stores need to be refilled. Damaged muscle cells need to be repaired. And all of this requires energy. And the more rebuilding that has to be done, the more calories are being burned after your workout is over. So to put this another way, recovering muscle has a much greater energy requirement than resting muscle. So that 30 pounds of fat we would not gain simply by adding five pounds of muscle could certainly be very understated because of, you know, what I just said, how muscle, it's it's going to take some additional energy just to repair those muscles after you strength train. Okay. So you're getting greater caloric burn just by having the muscle sitting on your body, but then the act of building all that muscle also requires extra energy expenditure. Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, so that sounds really good. <laughs> I think we're all on board with that. Um, but what if I have more than 25 pounds to lose and I just want to get this weight off as soon as possible? Why don't I just focus on losing fat first and then turn to the muscle building part? Yeah. So I think most, most women probably just want to get to, you know, the fat loss part, um, for the women who come to work with us, most of them have tried so many different things that by the time they work with us, they're ready to just do anything just to get the weight off. And when we tell them the first step might be to put some muscle on. I think they are, they're probably surprised. They're probably, they're possibly a little angry. Um, but the reason why we like to focus on building muscle first is that adding muscle, lots of reasons really, but um, adding muscle is going to change your body in so many positive ways, but it's also going to help you eventually with that fat loss piece. So a good percentage of the women we work with not only need to build muscle, but also need to get their calories up too. So focusing on muscle building is a great goal to pair along with getting your calories up, getting your metabolism back to a healthy place. Um, if you try to get fat off first, 
and you come, you know, if you're not in a great spot with your, your metabolic burn rate, it, it can sometimes be almost impossible um, to get any fat off anyway. And, you know, trying to do so is going to result in very, very little results with a lot of frustration. So that's really why we like to start with putting on muscle first for most women. Okay. Well, let's talk about the vanity piece, which is, is probably what's also driving the, like, just get this weight off of me now. Um, and so, although I'm not afraid to admit this, I doubt you are either, but most, so maybe some women don't want to admit it, but many of us have a vanity goal um, first and foremost. So if, if that's my thing, I just want to look better. How can adding five pounds of muscle help me there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not afraid to admit that, you know, I want to look good too. Um, and we, we focus so much on the scale weight, but it really tells a very, very small part of the story. I can say from working with hundreds of women and seeing their before and after pictures, most of the ladies we work with look so much better from adding muscle, even before, um, we've gotten maybe to the, the fat loss piece, their weight may not have changed at all, but they look so much better just from putting on some muscle. Um, we often, we focus on the metabolism and muscle first, and many women are able to get their calories up much higher than they thought they would while gaining, you know, a smaller amount of weight, sometimes no weight than they, they thought they would by eating more, um, However, often what we'll see when we're going through that process of, you know, getting calories up, focusing on putting on muscle, they often lose fat around their middle. We see that by the waist measurement getting smaller and just kind of get a better shape with curves in the places that they want them um, from putting on muscle. And we're going to link a um, something in the show notes. It's something that I stumbled upon. It's before and after pictures where of, of women who weigh either the same or more in their after pictures, but in every single one of these, they look objectively better in the, what I'll call the after pictures. Um, they're smaller, they're tighter, they're more toned. Um, and like I said, in every single one of these, they either weigh the same or more. And I think it's a really, really good example of why you can't just care about the scale. You can gain 10 pounds and look and be a much smaller person, a much more toned person, um, than you were before. And the, you know, the scale may go up and you, you just might look better. So, um, check that out if you can, because it's really, really eye opening. So try to stop relying on the scale. I know that's hard because the scale is so easy, but really try to use pictures, um, and in your waist measurement, even if the scale is up, if you are able to add five pounds of muscle, you will likely realize that your waist is probably smaller and you have more of an hourglass shape, not to mention better posture, just from adding muscle. Um, and also I want to touch on symmetry here too. A lot of women, you know, they think they might look better just from losing weight, but from a physique perspective, adding muscle to certain parts of your body can really balance out your physique and make you look so much better. So if you are a pear-shaped person, focusing on putting some muscle in your upper body, your shoulders, your back, um, is really going to give you a, a better shape um, than just focusing on, well, I just want the scale to go down and I just want to lose a few pounds. Um, you know, creating a more balanced physique through strength training is going to make you look much better than just focusing on losing a few pounds. So check out the link in the show notes because it's it, it's crazy even to me. And I see this stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important that you can just lose weight, but really a great physique is a balanced physique. Um, and so 
you know, getting that, not, not that everyone wants to look like a fitness model, but I do think if you're going to go through all this work, most people want to look better in the after picture than they did in the before. <laughs> um, and you know, a balanced physique is a, is a good looking physique. So a lot of this, a lot of creating that beautiful physique is balancing out and creating symmetry in the body, which you really can only do by adding muscle. That is an oh. additive process, not just a losing fat process. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm on board. Let's say I'm on board with this concept of first, I'm going to focus on adding five pounds of muscle. How do I actually go about doing that? And how can I measure if I'm adding muscle? Yeah. So first I can discuss the measurement piece. Um, the most accurate way to tell if you're adding muscle is doing something like a DEXA scan or a bod pod. Um, but these methods, obviously they can be time consuming. They can be expensive. It's, it's more of a bigger ordeal, um, to go and do something like that. Uh, but if you want a fairly accurate and, and cheap and easy way to measure your body fat, you can look to your local gyms or supplement stores to see if they have some sort of a body scan machine. Um, these typically look like a scale with little handles that you hold on to. And while they might not be a hundred percent accurate, they can definitely show trends. So obviously if you lost, um, you know, let's say you lost 10% body fat over the course of a year, it's probably going to show that your body fat went down. Now, will it be a hundred percent accurate to tell you exactly what your body fat percentage is at any given time? Probably not, but it still is, you know, it's, it's good enough. And like I said, it's very, um, often cheap and very easy to, to measure. Um, so that's, that's one way. And obviously, you know, taking your waist measurement can be a good way to measure this, um, and pictures. I mean, you know, just, just take some pictures and, you know, if you compare them, you might not see big differences week in, week out, but if you compare them over a long period of time, um, you know, if you're doing all the right things, putting on muscle, um, you you will see changes over over time, over months. You will definitely see changes. Okay, so how do you actually build this muscle? It really just comes down to doing a few simple things. Strength training at least two to three times a week, eating enough calories, and within those calories, eating enough protein. Um, and the strength training really needs to be a solid program that hits all of your major muscle groups. So things like glutes, back, shoulders, legs, and also focuses on progressive overload, which basically just means lifting heavier or more reps over time. Um, determining if you're eating enough is a bit more nuanced. This definitely will vary from person to person. It's very, it's going to be greatly impacted by your dieting history. So the more you have cut calories in your lifetime, the harder it's going to be to maintain your weight on higher calories, sadly. However, most females should be eating anywhere from, you know, at least 1800 calories to upwards of 2200 or even more calories. Some people can maintain on on quite a bit more, especially if they've never done any sort of dieting before. They can often eat a, a lot of food, more than those of us who have done some sort of dieting before. Anything less than that, it's probably not enough to build muscle. Um, and it's certainly not enough to have what we consider a healthy or a fast metabolism, um, finally, protein needs are also going to vary from person to person, but a general rule of thumb, um, you know, especially if you weren't really tracking protein before aim for at least hundred grams a day. So that's really, if you eat, let's say three meals and one snack each day, and you get at least 20 to 30 grams of protein at each one, you're going to be right there at that 100 grams of protein per day. So those are kind of the, you know, at a very basic level, the things you can focus on to, to work on building some muscle. 
Okay. Sounds good. So when did you get on board with the concept of focusing on building muscle versus burning fat and always trying to lose weight? So luckily I have basically always lifted weights. Um, when I was 16, I took a weightlifting class in high school and I loved it, but I was still always prioritizing fat loss. So I was doing things like not eating enough, doing a lot of running. Um, you can listen to episode 23 and hear all about my personal story. Um, but you know, despite doing what I thought was all of the right things, it wasn't till I really truly started focusing on building muscle as my number one goal, um, that I was finally able to get that, that fit look. So I basically spent years, um, just kind of spinning my wheels. I was lifting. Yes. Which is thankfully I was, but I was also just doing so much cardio and not eating enough that I probably built little to no muscle during, you know, many of these years. Um, and so, you know, eventually I did figure out the nutrition piece. Um, but it probably wasn't until after I had, I would say after I had my second child, um, and I started competing in bodybuilding again, after taking many, many years off, um, cause you know, I had a lot of issues after I competed at first and had some issues trying to get pregnant. But when I decided to compete again and I really started prioritizing building muscle over everything else, it had some really, really great side effects. So I was able to eat lots of food, do not, well, to me, to me, what was very little cardio, I mean, compared to what I was doing before, which was a ton of cardio, um, you know, do, do much less cardio and still maintain my weight. I was able to keep a very tight and toned body all year round. And I would say I looked very different at 120 pounds. Um, then when I finally was really prioritizing building muscle than I did 15 years ago, when I was more prioritizing, you know, how many calories can I burn? How little can I eat in a day? So, um, when it finally clicked and I, I realized that's what I need to focus on to look good. Um, that's when I, you know, I, I never look better than, than once I figured that out. What about you? So I, <laughs> I think I didn't realize I was really choosing to build muscle versus lose body fat when, when I made the switch. So I basically just started working with a coach. Um, <clears throat> you had convinced me to do a show. And so I started working, working with a coach and I basically just did what she told me, but I don't think I, I mean, I knew I was getting ready for a show, but it wasn't like she said, okay, first we're going to focus on building muscle. Then, you know, we'll go through a fat loss phase or anything like that. I just did what she told me. Um, and probably if she would have said, shave your head and hop on one foot, I might've done it. <laughs> if that's what I needed to do yeah, <laughs> to get ready for a show. I certainly, some of my diets had, would fall in that category. So I knew that we were working on building out my shoulders and my back, tightening up my legs, you know, building a booty, um, maybe where there hadn't been a much of one before. Um, and so I just ate what she told me to eat. I did the exercises she told me to do. I cut back on the running. Um, I now realize like we were, you know, working on building muscle. Um, I did lose a lot of fat in the process, I will say. Um, but probably more than anything, I mean, I just could not believe how different I looked at the end of that process. She completely, and then my, my, I used I've used different physique coaches, um, for my last two shows. Um, I mean, they just, each of them totally changed my physique in ways I, I didn't even think possible. I just, 
-hmm. blew my mind how lifting weights can totally change the shape of a person's body. So I think the big thing, I don't know if you're, because we had the same coach for one of our shows. um, But I just remember learning in the process that like skinny is not really a compliment in that world. (laughs) Like you're not going for skinny. Uh Uh Um, You're going for like full, um, full muscles, not like, um, but like skinny is not the look you're going for. So that really imprinted on my brain. Um, and I think I've realized ever since then that you're going for muscle, not just skinny for the sake of being skinny. And they look totally different. (laughs) The funny thing is, I think a lot of us, when we're, when we are going for skinny, because I was for so long, we can't, we don't get there because we're doing things that are honestly just, you know, not helping us, even though we think they are. So it's kind of ironic. You'll probably get skinnier by just focusing on building muscle than you would if you tried to just get skinny. <laughs> very true. Very true. Okay. Um, so since we're talking about building muscle, uh, unless you wanted to add anything else, I thought maybe we could finish with what we're currently doing for our own strength training routines. So I haven't changed things up a ton over the past three years. I mean, I'll change my split. Um, but for the past three years, I've been trying my goal is to lift four days a week I usually do some type of multi-body part split so I might do like shoulders and legs one day and then back and chest the next day Um, I've gone through some cycles of doing you know some full body things and and other types of splits but um, I haven't changed things up drastically over the last three years I do allow myself to take time off if I'm on vacation and I won't have gym access I just use those as my plan breaks but you know if I'm home and things are Life is just kind of going along like normal. I try to get four days of lifting in, Um, but I've also had times in my life, you know, especially when my kids were younger, where I've maybe only lifted like two days a week. Um, And I've also had a period of time when I, you know, when I first discovered this, you know, the magic of, of putting on muscle that I got super, super into lifting and I was doing five days a week. So um, I've kind of been all over the board. How about you? Yeah. So I'm currently lifting four times a week. I either do like a push pull split. So, you know, day one is a push workout. Day two is a pull workout um, or an upper body, lower body split. So, you know, I lift upper body one day, lower body the second day, um, just because you really do need to take a day in between body parts from lifting. So that's how I do that. Um I think I like the push pull split better. I like like kind of getting in a full body workout every day. Um, and it also helps me like with the mind muscle connection. If I'm doing all pushing exercises, I'm focusing on the pushing movement. So I like, I like that split. Um, but I've lifted, you know, as many as six times a week, especially leading up to a show, I've lifted as many um as six times a week. That's a lot. <laughs> Only one rest day in there, but I've done it before. Um, but my main rule is that I try to hit all my big body parts at least twice a week. So legs, glutes, back, shoulders, chest. I try to get t- twice a week, um, no matter what my lifting cadence is. And I usually change up my workouts about every 12 weeks. Um I will do mostly that. I mean, we've talked about this before. There are only so many lifts you can do for your legs or your quads, you know, only so many different squat variations, um, deadlift variations, chest press, et cetera. So 
the exercises will frankly kind of look the same, but I might change the sequencing or the reps or the sweats sets, or maybe put in some supersets, et cetera. But that's my general routine. So I would say four times a week at a minimum. I just, I do better if I get up and do something in the, I, I don't, my days are more productive, even if it's not the most elaborate workout in the morning. I, the, the life is going to go better for Joe if I get up and go to the gym. So it's just part of my routine. Um, yeah. um, so that's what I do. But I do try to have at least one kind of full rest day where the only thing I'm doing is getting in some steps. So because your body does need rest. It needs absolutely. Day. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Same thing here. Yep. I do my four days. I don't really do more than that. I play some tennis and get in my steps and that's pretty much it. Um, but yes, you definitely need the rest. And I'm going to try a push pull split next time. That's not something I've done. So that would be a fun way for me to change it up, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, anything else from you on how to build five pounds of muscle or why it's so important? I don't think so. Hopefully we've convinced you with all we've shared today already. <laughs> okay. Well. As I mentioned, um, there are two ways that you can work with Couture Coaching. Uh, we have your Master Your Metabolism course. That's our self-paced do-it-yourself course. We share all of our secrets and give you a step-by-step -step process for boosting your metabolism in that course. You can get started today for $79. Or if you're looking for someone to tell you exactly what to do to build five pounds of muscle um, to help you improve your physique, then you are ready for our one-on-one -on -one metabolic makeover coaching program. And in that program, you'll get a coach who will give you a plan, uh, weekly check-ins and life coaching to help you change all the habits necessary, um, along with lots of education and our private podcast. And we will start enrolling in that again in June. The program won't start until July, but we'll start enrolling again in June. And um, otherwise, we have tons of free resources about how to build muscle, um, lots of menus, lots of recipes on our website. So head over to our website uh, to check those out. We'll leave a link in the show notes. Um, but I think that's all we have today. So good luck going out and building all that muscle. <laughs> have a great day. Bye. That's what we've got for you today about how you can invest in your metabolism and start losing weight by eating more and exercising less. Trust us, you aren't too old and it's never too late. If you want to learn more about this topic, head over to our Facebook group, Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Couture Fitness Coaching. And if you want to work with us, join us for our next 12-week session.